The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Well, good evening and welcome to The Career Confidant. And my guess is that if you're tuning into this show, you're either thinking about a career transition or maybe you're job seeking or best case thinking about where you want to go with your career and how you're going to get there. And what we know today is that the way of getting there is a lot more on us than it ever has been before. There's not a company going to take us under a wing and develop us for their needs unless we're one of the lucky few. Most of us are set in a course of really having to take care of our own career development and know what's coming next for both our company, our industry, and us so that we can get in a good position to be where those three are going to connect. And that's challenging. It requires some knowledge and some tools that being an employee and and being taken care of by a company didn't require. And so that's why we're here at the Career Confidant. I am your host, Marie Zimanoff, and that's really my passion, is to help you understand how you can move forward with your career regardless of whether or not your company is helping you with that effort. Hopefully they are. Lots of companies are starting to do that. But really, this show is about the tools that you need to manage your own career in today's economy. So each week, we go through some of the experiences that I've had helping thousands of professionals advance their careers. And occasionally, I bring in some industry leaders to provide career intelligence, to to provide some of those tools that I'm talking about. And tonight, we're going to be talking about the wonderful world of company research. And this idea kind of came to me as I was looking at one of the Homes and Land magazines. Then you travel all around the country. Some of my favorite places to look at the Home and Land magazines are San Diego, right where you've got La Jolla and the beautiful mansions that are on the beaches and in the mountains here in Colorado where I am where you've got these big wide open estates lots of land beautiful beautiful open spaces and views and looking through some of those home magazines I started to draw the connection between these wonderful pictures of homes that we know aren't reality 
Right. The reality of lots of those homes are maybe they're too expensive for me. Most of them are. Maybe they're too big for my family. Maybe they are in a place that I don't really want to live or a place where if I lived, it would be difficult to find a job. Or even more practically, lots of times these pictures are of beautiful homes, but the reality is the the fridge needs to be fixed, the pipes are, are old, maybe there's termite damage, or in, in the case of San Diego, maybe we've got some cockroaches, right? There's that reality that we don't see when we're looking at the glossy magazine. And when we're job seeking, this happens to us when we start to look at all of the best lists, right? Forbes, Hunt, 100 best companies to work for. And Glassdoor has their employees' choice awards of, of companies that you would want to work for. And we see these glossy interpretations of companies, which some of may be true. They may be great places to work. But again, does that fit with our practical reality? And maybe even more importantly, are those really the best places for us just because they're in the magazine or the list or online or wherever it might be that says it's the best place to work? And so tonight we're going to go through some of the ways that we're determining whether a company might be a good fit for us or not. And we're also going to talk about where some of the jobs might be and companies that might be interesting how we are not finding those because they're not in the list and some of the resources you can use to uncover what I can consider to be hidden gems within our workplace, within our community, within our industry, whatever it is that's defining your search. And so an interesting framework for our discussion tonight, actually a LinkedIn article came up on the featured experts in LinkedIn and it's a gentleman who has outlined where jobs really come from. It's John Hope Bryant, and I'll put the link up on the website um, at getcareersmart.com. And you can go and read this article about where jobs really come from. And I'm just going to read to you a little bit of this. It's his statistics, so get ready for some numbers. So there are more than 7 billion people in the world, 7 billion people in the world, 300 million in America. America is still the largest economy in the world, 17 trillion in gross domestic product GDP. And there's approximately 26 million business entities in America. So 26 million business entities out of those Lots of them are kind of shell corporations. They don't really do anything, maybe. Don't hire anybody, don't employ anybody. And so he's whittled it down to 6 million businesses that employ one person or more. So 6 million businesses in the U.S., in, the, in America, that employ one person or more. So you're thinking, okay, 6 million businesses. I bet most of them are big, right? No, no, no. Less than a 1,000 of the 6 million employ 10,000 people or more. So less than a 1,000 are in that largest category of employers. And 18,000 
employ 1,000 to 10,000. So 18,000 businesses out of that 6 million, right? So 19,000 businesses total employ 1,000 people or more. Only 19,000 out of 6 million. And yet where do most of those lists focus, right? The best places to work. All of those focus on those fortune companies, right? The, the people that are typically employing 1,000 people or more. And that's just a fraction of the opportunity out there. And so I had heard this statistic before, but it's great to see it come around again in this article, that 70% of all jobs... That 70%, 70 percent, seven zero percent of all jobs come from companies with 500 employees or less. 70% of jobs come from employee companies with 500 employees or less. And 50% of all jobs come with companies that have 100 employees or less. So half the jobs, and he underlines half, come from companies with 100 employees or fewer. And so when we're thinking about our dream house, right, our dream career place, a lot of times we think of a big company. And they may be because we think that there's more opportunity at a big company, either more opportunity to get hired or maybe more opportunity to move up. That and that's not necessarily reality when we look at these numbers, right? When we look at the types of businesses that actually hire, the types of businesses, mostly just because there's more of them, right? There's more businesses that are in this smaller category. And so we're more likely to find opportunity there. And when we're looking at our, our job search, when we're thinking about who we want to target, a lot of being able to find these smaller companies goes back to our ability to be focused, right? We've talked in a few different evenings about focus and the importance of focus. And it really comes into play when you're talking about finding companies, finding the golden nuggets out there in your community or in your industry. If we don't have focus, it's very difficult to search for those types of companies. So thinking about your search, I like to think about it in four quadrants, right? Four quadrants of what do you do? Where do you want to do it? And that where can include your location as well as the industries and possibly even some company culture pieces that you've defined Right? How many employees does the company have? How many, what types of, what types of services or products do they sell? Are there intangibles around culture like flexibility? Right? A lot of that goes back to the values. So that all fits within that where bucket, right? What do we want to do? Where do we want to do it? How? How do we want to work? Right? What types of people are we going to work best with? And then why, which really goes back to that values piece. And if we've defined those pieces, especially the where, then we can get into figuring out what kinds of companies we might want to work for that are different than the biggies, right? Different than the big guns that we see on the internet and that honestly may have great opportunities and we don't necessarily need to take them off our list, right? 
it's adding to that list and really thinking about what's going to be a good fit for me. What types of companies are going to be a good fit for me? That's what we're talking about at the very beginning of this idea around company research. And so a short story before we go to our first break here. I was working with an individual who was a scientist, an outdoors researcher, biology research career, and had recently had a career change, family, the wonderful things that make life interesting and changing in our world every day. And this client was looking for a position where she could use some of those skills, but not have to get back into the going out into the wilderness and doing research and and being away for weeks at a time. And we were looking at companies, looking at organizations that might be a good fit. And she'd identified some organizations that were a little bit of a transition for her in terms of industry. No problem. Right, that making that transition can happen. And we started to do the research into some of these companies. And really, it comes down to, for her, culture. She is a scientist. She's quiet. She likes to be recognized for her expertise. And the company that she works at needs to have some similar people that she can work with. And I think that's true for most of us. It's behind a lot of the research and assessments in the career development world that if we work with people who are similar to us or have similar values, have maybe even similar personality traits, that that might be a good place for us, might be one of the ways that we find satisfaction. And so she'd identified a company that we weren't sure about the culture. We weren't sure if it would be a good fit. But I did know that it was a company that was in high demand, super competitive, had a very distinct culture, although we didn't know too much about it. And so what do we do? We find somebody for her to talk to in this company. And we'd kind of spent a time researching and looking at it. She went and had one conversation with a a gentleman that I knew at this company, and she came back and she said, nope, that company is not for me. And I said, well, tell me a little bit more about why. She said, well, it's part of their culture that you do social things with with the organization on a regular basis. So going out after work, going to community events, volunteering in the community, all of those things were expected and expected in a very social way, that you will be social with the people that you work and everybody's kind of outgoing and bubbly, she said, and I just don't think I would be a good fit. And I said, well, great. Let's look at all these other companies that we have on your list and keep finding those that might be a good fit. And On the second note, isn't it great that now we don't have to spend our time competing against everyone else who wants to work for these cool companies? Because sometimes cool doesn't mean it's cool for us, right? Or cool doesn't mean it's a good fit for us. So when we start thinking about companies and, wow, wouldn't it be cool to work at Google? Let me dig a little bit deeper and think about, yes, cool company, is there mode of operation, is their culture really a good fit for me? 
and sitting down and thinking about what those cultural pieces are that you're looking for, maybe going back and doing some of the values work, is really a good start. When we come back, we're going to talk about how we can do company research, how we can add some companies to our list that we might want to look at so that we can expand our horizons and maybe get off thinking about some of the things that are most top of mind, those big companies where, as we know, there's just fewer opportunities because there's fewer of them. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Calling all CFOs, finance, and risk professionals. Your call to action is to help your company achieve financial excellence. How? Master risk management, cost control, and strategic decision-making by implementing game-changing technology advances like mobile, in-memory, and cloud computing, and more. Where? Learn from top thought leaders each week on Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Join us for Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Business Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back. And this evening we're talking about company research and Breaking out of the typical companies that we might think about, breaking away from larger companies um, as a sole builders of our list, because we understand that about 70% of all jobs come from employers with 500 employees or less, and some of those might be getting good press in your in your location. But some of them may not. They're small. They may keep their head down, right? Do their work and maybe not be great at promoting themselves, especially within the community. And so we've got to dig a little bit. And to do that digging, I think one of the things that is new a little bit in today's job search is to be proactive, to do the digging that we're talking about and if you're working but looking for something better, I think this even comes more into play 
because you don't want to jump from the frying pan into the fire. You want to make sure that you know that that's going to be a better fit for you or offer whatever it is you're looking for by jumping into the new company. And when we're thinking about doing that and doing the research, it is important that we know what's in, what we would need out of a company, maybe what types of companies we're looking at, what industries, what their culture is like, right? Do we want to work in a fast-paced company? Do we want to work in a, in a company that has good structure or maybe a more entrepreneurial company? What's important to us about that culture? But then we also need to define some geographies. And I'll hear people say, oh, you know, I'll be, I'll, I'm looking everywhere. Well, looking everywhere means that we've either got to be a lot clearer on some of the other information, right? Our industry, the types of companies we're looking at, or we have a hard time doing any research, right? If I'm looking anywhere in the nation, it's going to be hard to get down beyond the Fortune 500, Forbes 100 lists if I'm not really clear about my industry or some other factor that helps me narrow down that research. And so if you're looking in a few different geographies, we can still use those geographies to build your list. It doesn't have to be just one place. And having that geography makes it a little bit easier to do your research. Now, on a very high level, one of the things that I do for research on a regular basis, every day, actually twice a day, is look at local or regional business news. Local or regional business news. So your region or maybe even your city might have what's called a business journal. Right here in Colorado, we have the Denver Business Journal, and then we have a business journal that combines business news for Northern Colorado and Boulder County. And in Colorado Springs, they have a business journal. So there's different business opportunities that are talked about in these papers. Now you might say, well, if they're being in the paper, isn't this a bigger company? Well, maybe. And what I'm looking for on a daily basis is news about companies that maybe I haven't even heard of before. Companies that are growing, companies, maybe even they're laying off, right? It still may be a good company to do research on. Who are their competitors? All of the spiders that come out of that. When I'm looking at that news, that's where my mindset is. It's not necessarily who's the best or biggest, or but who's in there? What companies might I not have heard of that are making news in some way or another? And I can research them. I can decide if I want to add them to my list. Now, we're not talking about a huge list here. To just kind of clarify a little bit. I've heard people talk about, you know, a list of companies that's got 50 or more. Well, it's very hard to keep a pulse on 50 or more companies. Maybe if we're not working, that might be acceptable, might be something we can do, might be realistic. If we're working, we may not have the opportunity to keep track of that many companies. And so we may look to keep it maybe more between 25 and 50 companies 
And of course, it's going to be rotating, where we're going to learn something about a company that's going to make us take it off the list, and then we learn about new companies to add to the list. But this constant scanning of our environment is something that we're not used to doing as an employee, right? We sit down, we do our job, we go home, we have our family life or our whatever life outside of work. And when do we have time to know what's going on in our industry, know what companies are in our location? All of those data gathering, market research kinds of activities that we're just not used to doing. And so start bringing some of that into your daily routine. In some way, checking, maybe even on a weekly basis, the business news, what's going on with businesses in your geography or in the geographies that you're targeting. And for most of those, you can get online, sign up to get free and or subscription information. Even if you're not in the location that you want to be in, you can start getting that news, start putting some of those companies on your list. So that's kind of the easy rolling way, maybe, to stay aware of what's going on in your industry, to stay aware of what's going on in your location. And of course, just like we've talked about location business journals, you've got your industry information that's coming out on a regular basis, right? Whether you're in the manufacturing society and they put out news about different manufacturers that are in the society and who's doing what. Maybe you're in the American Marketing Association. Same thing. Who's hiring? Maybe you're not necessarily looking at that job opening, but what's the company? And are those companies interesting? And I think sometimes we don't necessarily do a good job of looking at the companies. We're always looking at the opening. Is the opening interesting? And when we're focused on openings, we're focused on a very small part of the world of opportunity. And so we might look at an opening, but think about it bigger. Is that company interesting? Is there other opportunities to add to your list based on what you're seeing in the information that you're getting? So that's the first way to start building your list. Start paying attention to what companies are doing things in your geography, in your industry, and then possibly even watching some of those lists that give us the glossy picture of these companies and are there companies from those that we want to add to our list because that's those are valid valid things to be interested in as well then you've got a lot of new tools to add to your list using the internet there's some tools that are maybe not as new they're still good and then there are some of the social media tools which are beginning to be used more and more by companies who are looking to hire, but also by companies who are just trying to manage their brand, right? We've talked a little bit about managing your brand, but companies are also trying to manage their brands. And so they are on social media. They are doing things just just like you or I might do to build a network. Companies are out there doing those things too and offering us the opportunity to research them to get connected with them in a different way than maybe we were thinking company research might happen 
So one of the first tools, and it's a free, easy website, is called Zoom Info, Z-O-O-M-I-N-F-O. Now, Zoom Info is a free site. It allows you to do research. It works best when you know the geography and or the industry that you're looking in. You can type in keywords, so maybe you're looking for healthcare companies or energy companies or biomedical companies. Those keywords can help frame your search in Zoom Info to come up with a list of companies. You put in the search criteria, so if you go to their website, click on Find Companies, there's a little tab that says Find Companies, and then you're able to type in keywords about the industries that you're interested in. You can also delineate company size and geography by zip code. The thing I like about Zoom Info is that when it spits out results, so when you get search results on Zoom Info, you get little blurbs about each company right on the search result page. So it's not just a link that you have to click on to learn about the company. There's a little blurb right there that can help you quickly eliminate it as an option or decide you want to search further. Now, there are a lot of tools out there that require you to pay. So Hoovers.com, Vault.com. And in all honesty, I just am not big on things you have to pay for because there are a lot of free resources, Zoom Info being one of them, and then all of the social media being another but a lot of other resources that we'll talk about that allow you to do company research for free. So if you want to test out a Hoover's or a Vault and look up some of that information, you know, if you would like to pay for that, go ahead. And there are a lot of other free things you can use that we're going to talk about tonight, Zoom Info being one of them. So when you're doing that research, again, the idea is, does this company fit into what I'm looking for. Maybe do they hire people like me, right? We've got that, what do I do? And then where do I want to do it? And do those pieces match? And then does it sound like it has a culture that I'm looking for? Again, does it fit with how I want to work? Does it sound like I would get out of it what I need to get out of it? To be happy, right? To make that move, especially if we're looking to move when we're employed, Doing that research is important. So when we come back, we're going to talk about a few more ways to add companies to your list. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how to find people in those companies that we might be able to connect with. So when we come right back and we'll be here in just a few minutes talking about adding more companies to your list and making those connections so that you can build a pathway towards the companies that you want to work for. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back. This evening we are talking about getting out of the rut of maybe the companies we've been targeting but we're not getting any response or the companies that everyone else is talking about, right? What's the danger of looking at the companies everyone else is looking at? That's where the competition is. And maybe just getting out of the rut of looking at large companies when we know that the majority of the opportunities are with smaller companies simply because there are more of them, significantly more, right? Around 5 million more small companies than large companies that have more than 1,000 employees. So we've talked a little bit about getting our foundation, right? Knowing that if we have a clear idea of where we want to work, what industries, what types of companies, what kind of culture, that it's going to be a lot easier for us to do a search. And in in general, the most important pieces are going to be that industry or keyword piece and the location because that's how most of the search engines that you can use are set up. We talked about Zoom Info briefly, Z-O-O-M-I-N-F-O, a place where you can do research to find companies. It's free. It lets you pull up companies based on keyword, geography, and company size. And then it gives you a blurb about that company as you're reading through the search results. One of the other places to do company research is LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn has some positives and negatives, just like all the other pieces of information and tools that you might use. One of the strengths of LinkedIn is when you search a type of company on LinkedIn, you get a lot of other information. So LinkedIn search 
box has a little icon to the left of it and that's a drop down that lets you choose what you are searching so if we search by company and we search a keyword like let's say biomedical we're interested in biomedical companies I get not only a list of companies based on their search result keyword wise but I also get the opportunity on the left hand side of my search results screen to either filter by places where I have relationships to filter based on location and to filter by companies that have hiring that have positions posted on LinkedIn it's called hiring on LinkedIn and so when I look at those again I may not be looking for are they hiring a specific position that I could be in but who's hiring in this industry who's hiring in these lists of companies not necessarily right now is there a position for me but if they're hiring means good things for us right it means they're growing it means they've got stuff going on it means they maybe have some financial ability to hire we hope and those companies that are hiring may be a good one to add to our list and again we can filter by all those different pieces on LinkedIn just with a click of a mouse so it's really good search engine for businesses because of those other things you can look at your connections you can look at if they're hiring or not on LinkedIn and lots of companies are at least posting their positions on LinkedIn in some way so that they can capture the audience there now LinkedIn's drawback is that a company has to have set up a company profile for you to find them when you're using the company search so if you've got the little dial on the left hand side of your search set to company it's got little skyscrapers that means you're only looking at companies who have set up a company profile and since we're looking at smaller companies maybe not all of them will have done that and again it gives you some good opportunity to add companies to your list so go on LinkedIn use that little drop down to the left of the search to move to companies and type in some keywords right some industry keywords that fit for you biomedical healthcare whatever it might be if you type in sales you probably get a you know kind of a big grouping of things so you might think what types of sales right are you doing IT sales are you doing software sales are you doing pharmaceutical sales and using some of those keywords might get you better results so using LinkedIn to add to your company list has some definite power and it's just one of the other options so if you're not on LinkedIn you're not comfortable with LinkedIn you may start to poke around a little bit you don't have to have a profile to search companies and see what's out there obviously you won't be able to see your connections to those companies you should still be able to see the companies and whether or not they're hiring so one of the best ways that I love to add to company lists is through associations associations can tend to have various types of information on their website with company names lots of associations have a membership list 
And if you're in the association, you can see that membership list. And a lot of times, even if you are not in the association, you can see that list. And there are some great power out there, especially with maybe more local, regional, state associations to get a list of companies that may be nowhere else to be found because they're a member of this association. Maybe they're very niched, very in the industry. They don't have a bunch of reason to market to the worldwide, right? And, and they're in these membership directories. So whatever your industry might be, start doing some Google searching or there's, you know, there's a, library listings of associations and start to poke around at those websites. You might be surprised at what you find on a website in terms of company names, information that can be very powerful for you. Lastly, one of the free resources that's very underutilized, although it's starting to get some hold, starting to be used more, is Reference USA. Now, Reference USA is a database that is accessible through most public libraries here in the U.S. and possibly even in other ways. You might just have to pay for it. If you have a library card, you might go ask your librarian or just poke around on their website and see if they have Reference USA listed as one of their database options, right? It's a database. And when we're looking at Reference USA, it's pulling in information from the nationwide business depositories, right? Whether that's the Secretary of State, whatever information gathering is going on in your state, this database puts all of that information together. So it may be a little outdated, but not bad, and it's very complete. So when you're looking at Reference USA, let's say just here in the northern Colorado area, there's over, I think this is 2 million, over 2 million businesses that are in northern Colorado, and that's a fairly large area of space, but there's over 15,000 just within 10 miles of Fort Collins. And that's when I've got it pared down based on business size. So we really start to see right away that there are lots of companies, which means there's lots of opportunity. We just might not be seeing openings. And Reference USA allows you to drill down based on keywords. Keywords are a little tricky because it's based on codes, business category codes. But we can do some playing around and see what kinds of categories work. Then we can limit the size of businesses that we're seeking. And you can even get rid of those businesses that have five employees or less. So there's opportunity for you to pull the list a little bit based on what you're interested in and get some good information. So Reference USA includes data, tells you how many employees are with the company, it tells you their sales data if that's shared, gives you contact information, gives you a business description. And for lots of companies, 
It even gives you names of people and their titles. Power, right? Power, power, power to have lists of companies that fit our search criteria and, oh yeah, even some contact information or names at least of people in the company and their title. And so when we're looking at building our list, it's that proactive part of search, right? If you are in a company and you're trying to market a product and you don't have a list of who your top target customers are, you're going to have a hard time doing sales in a proactive way. The same thing is true if we're job searching. And what I love about this type of job search is that it actually allows you to be more in control of where you end up, to think about it a little bit more, to be a little bit more discrimination, to just know what it is we're looking for instead of maybe applying to an ad, ending up in an interview, and then figuring out that it's not a good fit, or maybe even getting the job and really not knowing much about the company. doesn't happen too often today because of the competition out there, but it still could happen. And so this mode of job search really allows us to do the research, build a list of companies we're interested in, and then move that forward through a proactive job search process, which we'll talk a little bit about when we come back from our break. The short story again before we go here. We're looking at a list of companies, right? And most of the time, this is puts up a big block for people, for business owners, for small businesses, for entrepreneurs, and for job seekers. Aren't I limiting myself? Isn't this limiting Well, what I can tell you about that is that if you don't have a list of companies, you're limiting yourself in every conversation that you have with someone about your search. Because when they say, well, where, what, what types of jobs are you looking for? And you say, well, I'm looking for an accounting job. Nothing. Right? There's no opportunity for my brain to draw draw connections or maybe a lot less opportunity than if you said, well, I'm looking at working at CPA firms. CPA firms might be um, the top five, right? And you could list those off or they might be local. Whatever it is, but when you actually give me names of companies, then my brain starts turning. And so thinking about The company list is not limiting. We're not saying that those are the only places that you'll work. It's the opportunity for you to build a proactive job search plan and the opportunity for you to tap into the knowledge of the people around you. So we're going to come back in just a few minutes and finish out here by talking about the proactive job search plan that you can put in place after you've built your company list. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career 
you can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are you a decision maker in your organization, a mid-level manager, or a team member? Stepping Stones to Everyday Success with host Kimberly Stewart is a program designed to provide you with tidbits and tools you need to achieve results no matter where you are in your organizational structure. Interaction is key, and you'll have opportunities to share your ideas, comments, and questions. Listen to Stepping Stones to Everyday Success, live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back. And this evening, we are talking about company research, right, of expanding our list or maybe maybe narrowing our list down, right? If we've been saying I'll work anywhere, thinking about the power of focus, the power of being able to share company names with people and really challenging ourselves that it's not limiting, that the limiting factor is actually when we aren't able to articulate where we're headed because it doesn't allow people to help us very well when we can't articulate where we're going. When we can't give them company names to brainstorm off of, it's a lot dif- more difficult for us to get help besides, well, I saw this job posting or are you looking at monster.com? And when we're getting that kind of help from people, we might look at how can I ask for help differently? And one of those ways is to have a company list and to be able to share that with, with our people, right? With the people that are already next to us. And so thinking about our target list, right, we talked about how we can add companies to this list using some free resources through a library, through the Internet, through LinkedIn. And we're adding companies to our list, probably, you know, between 20 and 50 companies, depending on how broad we want to go and how much time we might have to do our research. But then what are we doing with this list? So I'm going to give you a few things that you can do with your list. First, very simple, is to make sure you're checking those company websites on a regular basis for advertisements that might fit your needs. Advertisements are still part of the job search process. They are a smaller part than maybe they used to be. But we don't want to miss out on something that's a good fit for us. And we know that with these smaller employers, right, where a lot of the opportunity is, they're not necessarily paying 
to post on a monster career builder indeed whatever it might be maybe even in your local newspaper they may or may not want to pay for that but on their website they're they're probably going to list those op- opportunities, those openings. So on a regular basis, we're using our target list to connect with those websites and make sure there's not an opportunity that's a good fit. Secondly, we are sharing our list with those people who already know, love, and trust us, right? Those people who are already in our network, people we already have relationships with, We're sharing our list with them. These are the types of places that I'd like to work. And making it clear that, you know, I'd love your help in thinking about other companies I should add to the list, in knowing if some of these companies I should remove from the list in one way or another, or if there's people there that you might introduce me to. But sharing that list with those people that already know, love, and trust you is a a step that most job seekers miss and can really help you move forward in your search. So thinking about that. Am I checking my company's websites? Am I sharing that list with the people that already know, love, and trust me? And then I might use that list to see if I have contacts in companies that I don't know I have. And you might say, well, how do I know I have a, how would I not know? that I'm connected to somebody in my company. But it happens all the time. A former colleague or maybe even the spouse of a friend or uh, your spouse's friend's friend where it's not that far removed and you have a connection, but it's just not something that you have top of mind. This is the true power of LinkedIn. People always say, why do I want to build a LinkedIn network? Why does it matter how many connections I have? And the the truth is that if you have good connections, if they're people that you know, those connections are a gateway for you to finding out if there's people that you are connected to that you don't know or aren't thinking about. And they're just one step out, right? They're just one step out from your network of people that you do know and they may be working in the companies that you're interested in they may be working in a company that's a competitor to one that you're interested in and if you're not building that list it's a very difficult search to find those people because you don't even know who you're looking for and so that list is directing this activity where I can go on LinkedIn and under the people drop down instead of the company but on that search bar on the on the left-hand side, going with people instead of company, I can search by a company and see the people that I know there, even if that company doesn't have a LinkedIn profile, right? Because it's looking for the keywords. Now, if the company has a company profile on LinkedIn, it makes it a little easier even to find those people. But if I do it with the people search, I can find people that I know who work in those companies or we used to work in those companies just based on the keywords alone. And when you're doing your research to find people, that's, that's the power of LinkedIn, to get those connections. Really, the target list is all about how can I use the resources I already have to get towards those companies. And starting from the inside and working out 
is going to be a good way to get into those companies, to meet people there, to learn more about them, to see if the culture is even a good fit, right, before we might spend a lot of time trying to get somewhere that's not a good fit. Let's talk to some of those people. The other ways you might use your target list, maybe places you want to volunteer. If you're working but maybe looking to add a volunteer activity or if you're currently unemployed and looking to add a volunteer activity, maybe you add a volunteer activity that's associated with a company you want to work at, right? And really building that targeted part to your search. And you also can use that that target list for your networking. When you're networking, are you sharing that list? Are you choosing where you network based on that list? It drives the strategy for a proactive search, and maybe it just drives part of your strategy if you've got some other things going on, but especially if you're working and looking for something different. It's a great way to make sure you get somewhere you want to go. So your Get Career Smart tip tonight is that you can't have a proactive search without a target list. To get over the fear, to challenge yourself, to think about it differently, that that target list is your marketing plan. It's not limiting. It provides direction. And if we can start to build our list and build our proactive strategy, we might just end up somewhere that's cool, even if nobody else knew about it. And that's the real gem, is finding those hidden companies that are great to work for, but maybe don't have the competition that a Google and the other best ofs have in your community or even in the nation. So if you're looking for some tips on improving your career, you can follow us at GetCareerSmart.com. And you can always meet, reach me, your host, Marie Zemanoff, at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. So come back next week, and we're going to keep giving you tools to manage your own career. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.